With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So they show Steph Curry's shot chart of his uh, 2,974 made threes in his career. It looks like the, um, literally like the constellations and the stars in the sky, right? Like, like if you were in, um, if, if you were in the Grand Canyon and uh, you were at uh, Cape Solitude at 14,000 feet and you were camping, which I've done before, and you look up in the night sky and see five trillion stars the most magnificent sky you've ever seen in your life that's what his shot chart looks like it's just literally it's the sky it's a the constellations it's it's stars millions of them i mean it just seeing that guy's shot chart is just it looks like uh you know something right out of nasa something right out of space i mean honestly this guy is unbelievable now Giannis in um, COVID protocols. And uh, I mean, I guess Carver High, it turns into uh, by, I, you know, it sounds to me like, you know, by Friday or Saturday, will anyone not be in COVID protocols in the NBA? Will the entire league be become... shut down? Will it make it till Monday? It's become a real uh, war of attrition here, unfortunately. Like, I mean, it's just, I mean, it isn't even every day. It's by the hour now. Like, every hour, you're getting somebody else. It, it, and, and it's tough. Like, I, I, there's a clear difference, as we know, between the NBA and NHL and what the NFL has. Like, you know the NFL, ain't, they ain't shutting anything down. Like, the NFL is 1,000% going to press forward because they don't care if a team has to take 10 guys off the street on Saturday uh, to fill out their roster on Sunday. They're playing the games. They, they don't care. NBA and NHL, you know, they got travel. They have less guys on the team. It's a little bit tougher and logistically a little bit harder if they just keep losing guy after guy after guy. I mean, uh, it, it is you can't deny that at some level, you have to start worrying about. Um, I think the NBA and the NHL are, are going to have a lot to discuss if this keeps up over the next few days. I mean, they're in big trouble. I, I think, um, you know, 
it's amazing to me that, first of all, that people that are vaccinated, uh, double vaccinated and boosted, well, even that are still getting this. Well, they're getting um, it, but they're but the, the the vaccines and the boosters and et cetera. I mean, they work. The guys aren't getting sick. I mean, they're not getting not sick. A, they just fail the test. They just fail the test. So they, they've made the test to the point where, you know, they're they're going to nail guys for being positive, even if they're vaccinated. They might not even know they have it, but they're getting tested every single day. They don't feel bad. But they're, because they're getting tested so much, being professional athletes, that it's going to pick up. I mean, me or you could have walked around for the last 12 months. We're not getting tested every single day. There's a chance at some point, me or you, when we, since we've been vaccinated, walked around for two weeks and had it. But we didn't know because we didn't feel any symptoms. These guys are getting the test, symptoms or no symptoms, every single day. Do you think, and we welcome all of our radio affiliates to Pharrell on the bench. Do you think that, um, that sports is going to shut down again? I mean, it is so bad wow. right now. You know, what's, you know what's bizarre? Is that this is way worse, way worse than March of 2020. Oh, yeah. That was one guy shut everything down. I mean, that was Gobert, and then boom. I mean, everything shut down from one guy. Right. So... This is worse. I, I don't think it's going to be a full a full shutdown. No, I, I do not. Because like I said, the NFL will never shut the doors again. The NFL ain't going how anywhere. Is it, how is it that they're letting, and honestly, like I'm going to see the Penguins Sabres and I'm going to see the Titans Steelers and I'm flying in, staying there in a hotel, eating in fancy restaurants, going in Ubers everywhere. How is it that they're going to um, keep letting fans go to arenas and stadiums when there's 60,000 people in there or at a hockey arena, 20,000 people, and all wow. these players are failing uh, COVID tests? And you can't tell me that there aren't tons of people in the crowd with it. I, I don't disagree that there's tons of people in the crowd, but I think that we know what this all goes back to, and it goes back to the almighty dollar. And they lost a lot of money last year. All of them. They lost a lot of money not having A, not playing, and then B, playing without people in the stands. So they're going to press on. So press on despite people uh, being sick. Or well, because I think, that, I think that a case that a lot of people are going to make is, is that the people aren't actually, like the majority of people are not getting sick. They're testing positive, but they're not getting sick because they're vaccinated. Press on. I want no part of this thing, man. Like, like honestly, like. Oh, we. I we, had I mean, it. It's been almost two years, and I was still going. Still talking yeah. about it. It's, it's been almost two years. I mean, March will be two years, and it's still major part of our daily lives it's, here it's, every day. It's still thriving. It's absolutely. Uh, it's bigger now than it was then. It's more rampant now than it was then. 800,000 plus dead in this country alone. 50 million cases of it in this country. That's crazy. That's just in, in the United States. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. So, um, a couple things, uh, Carver High. A, uh, and I don't really want to talk about uh, COVID uh, anymore tonight because that's all we're going to be talking about now every day anyway. But, um, like, do you think that, uh, well, two things. Do you think that, like, so I like I like eating uh, Nutter Butters, you know? Like, uh, I just think they're fantastic and They've they've actually made them now. They have like double nutter butters. Have you seen them? There's like more. There, there's more peanut butter in them now than ever before. They have like double nutter butters. Have you seen them? Uh, I did not see that. No. Okay. Well, you remember the original nutter butters was just like yes. one sheet of peanut butter inside the, you know, delicious wafer uh, outside cookie, and then now they have double the amount of peanut butter. Like so, there's like at least two sheets of peanut butter in there now it's like a it's like a it's like a peanut butter sandwich i mean it is huge it's like a it, remember when they went uh the oreos went to like double stuffed yes same kind of thing here carver high double stuffed is the same thing as the the, the double nutter butter is just it's just unbelievable so my question to you is do you feel like i don't know if you know anything about like peanut butter in general but no. there are people that believe that like peanut butter causes like zits and, you know, it's like really greasy or something and gives you zits. Uh, knock on wood. I don't have that problem. I don't I don't like eat nutter butters and break out into zits. OK, so, you know, once in a blue moon, like once in, you know. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? I'll get a zit, right? I mean, because you never know when you're going to get one, right? You, you get a zit and you deal with it. And it's usually, like, when I get one, it's like a nail in my face. And I, I can feel it coming, right? I'm like, oh, my God, I got a zit coming in. And it means business. But that's not my point. My point is, is that there are people that think that, um, you know, that peanut butter, like, um, uh, constipates you. Like that it, mm. uh, you know, clogs you up and that you like if you eat a lot of peanut butter, you'll have like, I mean, just a devilish time on the header. You know what I mean? You'll be in there. You'll be there like, I mean, you'll be there for an hour, like working an angle, just trying to get it all out of you, the peanut butter. It's like cement. Like, you know, once peanut butter goes in you, it's like glue coming out. You know what I mean? It's like it's like super glue coming out. Do you believe that? Uh, peanut butter causes you to have like, you know, glue, uh, constipated, you know, uh, activity in the header. Do you believe that like, have you ever eaten peanut butter, you know, or 
you know, just peanut butter and jelly or whatever it is. And then you just felt like, you know, I'm having a real hell of a time in here in the header. Have you ever had that problem? Uh, not particularly. Uh, I can't say that I have. Uh, I don't eat any peanut butter whatsoever. So, so you don't eat, you, ne- you just never eat peanut butter. Zero. Don't go near it. Ever. 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 So you never even liked peanut butter when you were a kid? Nope. Not involved. What the hell's wrong with you? Can't have it. Can't have it. Don't want it. Are you like one of these uh, allergic guys nope. to peanut butter? Nope. Nope. Not, just, uh, just choose not to. My own validity. Don't want it. Just don't like peanut butter. Don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the mix. I, you know, that's that's unfortunate because I like it. And and one of the things is is that I feel if I eat too many nutter butter doubles, like the double nutter butters, uh, that I have extensive uh, you know, periods of labor in the header. Like I'm just having uh, just a more strenuous uh, you know, more exertion. <laughs> There's more. It's just a more of an effort like a it's just I feel as though I have, um, how should I put it? Clogged pipes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm in there, I'm just like grinding it out. I'm like, oh, it just, it's just like, how much work do I got to do here to get through uh, these, you know, 40 or 50 Nutter Butters I've eaten? You know, because, you, you know, they come by a pack of them is like probably like 50 Nutter Butters, right? And I eat the whole thing, you know, and over a matter of like two or three days. Because I'll eat like four or five at a time. And then... Like, I'll go through them, and then when I'm done with the whole pack, and then I notice that I'm having, like, you know, a, like a bad day, you know, like a, maybe a bad two-day stretch in the header where I'm just like, you know, I'm spending a great deal of time in here working an angle on my day uh, trying to relieve myself of all of this peanut butter. And I find it, uh, it it's it's like, you know, like I said, it's almost like Gorilla Glue for me, uh, trying to get it all to uh, evict the, uh, you know, premises. Like, in other words, like a, a landlord trying to evict the tenants. They're squatters, and they can't get rid of them. And I feel as though I've just had too much work in the header to appreciate my taste for Nutter Butter peanut butter cookies. I, I may not be able to, you know, like the same thing I wonder is, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups, you know, those are, do you like those at all? Not, you're not into those either. Not in the mix. Nicole okay. likes them. It's so, her, Nicole's favorite. She loves those. That's her favorite candy. Well, she, she's favorite. So she knows, I mean, there's gotta be some type of uh, concern when you have a lot of peanut butter in you. If it's like clogging your pipes. I just feel like I may have to shut it down. I mean, I'm not like I enjoy the intake valve. I do not enjoy the outtake valve. You know what I'm saying? I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down because I got like <laughs> inward bound. Traffic is good. Outbound is bad. The You know, the inbound is everybody's getting to work. Everybody's happy. Outbound, you're in the car all day. You see what I'm saying? Can you can you dig my oh, I'm, giving you in relation to all this is in relation to my trips to the header? Oh, I'm I'm figuring it out. Believe me, I mean you're you're laying it out there. What you got going on? Uh, it sounds like an issue. 
sounds like an issue. Maybe just stay away from the Nutter Butters. Maybe, Maybe just, just shut it down. Pass on them, you know. Go somewhere else. Maybe try a hundred grand. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know, I like uh, M and M's, but yeah, those are I good. Go, I, I go through phases. Like I like the peanut M and M's, but I've been eating the regular M and M's lately, like fistful of dollars. I mean, I'll do like entire fists, like entire palms. Basketball, I can palm basketballs with both hands. Giant hands I have. And I can grab an entire, like, I buy them by the big bag. Not, none of this small-ass one sleeve, the little one you get at the grocery store. It's like, you know, one little bag of M&Ms. That's for sissies. I get the jumbo family party bag. I mean, the size of, a like, a Timberline boot. It's that big. It's, like, literally this big, <laughs> this bag. And I dig in there with full hands, like, at a time. And I eat, like, 100 of them at a time. 100 M&Ms at a time. Not None of this 30 or 20, 20 little candies, and, and you're like, yeah, I'm out of M&Ms. What am I going to do? I don't have that problem. I, I go I go full-on family bag, and, I mean, I got three or four backups in the in the cabinet. So I got, like, backup. I'm never running out of M&M. I'm not going to have, a, like, a run out during the holidays. Like, people saying, oh, what happened? Pharrell ate all the M&Ms. I don't have that problem because I got backup. I got, like, a whole bench, like an NBA team. I got four rookies in the cabinet ready to go in case the whole team gets shut down with COVID. I go to plan B, C, D, and E. I got bags of M&S, and I grab them by the fistful of dollars, and I eat every one of them, thousands of them. Now, I think that this can lead to um, staying up late. I mean, chocolate, you eat enough of it, you'll be, it's like getting high. You'll be high, you'll be up, you'll be lit. Chocolate will wake your ass up. It's like coffee. You know what I mean? There's something in that chocolate that makes you lit. I'm ready to go. I do like M&M's. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So uh, 56-45 Suns on the Blazers at the Moda in Rip City. Early in the third, nine left. And uh, that's what's happening there. Anyway, I wanted to uh, talk about uh, Sidney Crosby, now the 14th player in NHL history to record 400 multi-point games. Of the 13 other players who accomplished the feat, 12 of them are enshrined in the Hall of Fame with Yager being the lone exception because he's not eligible yet. Now, we all know where uh, Sid Crosby's headed. Uh, he's going to the Hall of Fame, as sure as I'm sitting here with his three Stanley Cups and his two gold medals. Do you think, um, you know, I mean, there's got to be some reaction of, uh, it's bizarre to me that I have never gone to see him play at the new uh, PPG. And, um, as you know, I'm going Friday to see him play. 
and uh, going to their game against Buffalo. And so I'm finally going to that arena, which has been around, I think you told me, since like 2013 or something like that. I don't even know when they built it. I know it's, you know, 10 years old, 9 years old, something like that, whatever it is. Whatever it is. It's at least 10 years old because when I went for the draft, it had been open two or three years. So it's it's at least 10 years old. Wow. That's just, I guess so. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Um, I suppose I could uh, oh, uh, look it up exactly uh, right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, if this works. Uh, when did it open? Uh, August eighteenth uh, of of twenty ten. Does that sound about right? Yeah, uh, that's probably right. Twenty ten. It was named the best new major concert venue. Uh, blah blah blah. Best NHL arena. Blah 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 blah. Uh, there you go. Uh, seats eighteen three. Basketball nineteen thousand. Uh, arena football sixteen thousand two. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, it, it's been open. Um, 11 years, whatever. And I've never gone to a game there. That surprise you at, at all in, in any capacity or not, no big deal to you? Like It does surprise like me. like you not it going does to. Uh, it, does that not surprise you a little? Well, it surprises me because you've been in Pittsburgh so many times in the past couple of years. That, uh, but I, I guess it's just timing. I mean, you're not, just all those times you weren't necessarily – uh, there when the Penguins are playing. Like, I know a lot, obviously, the, the summer you were there a lot with your dad. Uh, that was, pi- you went to Pirate Games. That was during the summer that that all went down. Right. So, obviously, the Pens weren't playing. So, right. but I would have figured at some point in the last 10 years, you might have strolled in there for a game. But I will tell you one thing that's interesting. Uh, so, uh, you know, I am going to my first Penguin game at the PBG Friday night. So, there you go. I, I am excited about that. And, um, I told you, I think I told you, I didn't mess around. I bought like really good seats. I didn't, I, I'm just like, look, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go large or I'm not going. And I mean, I bought seats on the ice. I'm literally down there with the, you know, I, I'm down there pimping. Okay. I'm literally on the ice. And um, I mean, I got the most expensive tickets in the house is what it boils down to. Not, and I'm not being a I'm not being a D when I say that I'm not bragging or anything. I just you know this is a team I love. It'd be like you and the Islanders. I you know in the new building you'd probably like to sit in some nice seats to see your uh, Islanders play in their new building. Same thing here. I've never seen him play. I want to go see him play in the new building. I'm there. It's the only chance I got to see him. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go large. Right, fair enough. But the thing that um, trips me out about uh, my many trips to Pittsburgh were. Um, you know, so I've I've gone to a million games in Pittsburgh over the years with my dad. And so uh, I was raised on, you know, Steelers, Pirates and Penguin games and uh, Pitt football and uh, Pitt, West Virginia, Pitt, Penn State. I mean, I, I've seen it all. Dan Marino, Tony Dorsett, Hugh Green. I saw them all. Uh, I, I saw them all play there. Uh, I saw Goose play there. I've seen every everything in Pittsburgh. I've seen six Super Bowls, five Stanley Cups. I've seen everything. And uh, Pirate Games, World Series, playoff games. I've seen everything. And the weird thing was, is that um, I always went, you know, with my dad. 
And then uh, my dad, uh, you know, raised me. Uh, he was a big corporate guy with U.S. Steel, and he had tickets. So um, I was very blessed and lucky uh, as a kid that my, you know, dad had that uh, kind of juice that he had season tickets to everything, right? And I mean, every year of my life, I had season tickets to everything. So I never once had to worry about going to a game ever. It was like automatic. I was lucky, uh, the luckiest kid ever. And I'm like, I'm sitting, you know, right on the blue line at every Penguin game. I had every, I had everything, you know, I'm sitting on the 40 yard line at Steeler games. Uh, and then later in life, he moved into the end zone. He, he decided he wanted to see the action coming at him. And he, and he bought him at Heinz field in the end zone, as opposed to three river stadium. We had him on like the 40 yard line. So, you know, my point of all this is that like, I always went with my dad and my dad died and, you know, he got old and he got sick and he died and, uh, he had a stroke, had a heart attack and had started, you know, having dementia and stuff like that. It was all really sad and it was, it was brutal. And I was sitting there, you know, going to Pittsburgh, um, a lot in his final, you know, months and days of his life. And, uh, the most amazing thing happened to me when I was at the, uh, Steeler game the other day, and I never told this story, but I'll tell it now. I'm at the game and this guy uh, who I know, I've known this guy for 25, 30 years and his name's Jeff and he's the nicest guy you ever met in your life. And he's got a son that's my daughter's age and the whole deal. Right. And uh, I'm sitting there with him. I hadn't seen him in a long time. Right. Like I'm an old man now. And so when uh, I'm 56 years old and people say, that's not old. Yeah. It's not old until you're 56, okay? When you're 56, you'll be sitting there going, man, he was right about that. Like, I am old. <laughs> and then when I'm 66, what are they going to say to me? If I'm 76, what are they going to say to me? I'm still young? Shut up. I don't want to hear it. When you're 56, you're finished. All right, so, like, I'm at the game, and I'm sitting with this guy. I hadn't seen him in 30 years. I mean, at least 20, 25 years at least, right? I'm, I'm more like 30. It's been 30 years. I haven't seen this guy in forever. But I remembered him when I went in there and sat down. There he was. And I'm like, holy S. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is like crazy. I'm like seeing this guy from my childhood. And um, we started talking and uh, he brought up uh, my father. And, uh, you know, there really was no one like my dad uh, when it came to sports. Uh, because he became the, the, every man's best friend at the game. He was one of those guys, Garber. I like when he went to the game and mafia has been there with him. He's, he's experienced this. Like when my dad goes to the game, he's like best friends with everyone in the section. Like he's like getting along with everybody. He's like telling stories, uh, like telling stories of games and of seasons and of playoffs and of wins and of losses and of failures and successes and overtimes and, and crazy games and crazy moments. Like he had a memory like that was, it, it was the most phenomenal thing you'd ever seen in your life. Like he was a brilliant guy and he, you know, he went to Duke and he went to Michigan law school and he was really smart. Like, you know, he was way smarter than me. 
and he was just a brilliant guy and he could tell a story like no other, like no other, like, and I'll admit that he, he told stories like nothing I've ever seen in my life and everyone loved him wherever we went. I mean, you've heard vendors call my show over the years telling you stories about my dad. They're like, I'm the, I'm Tom, the beer guy at, at the stadium. There's no one like Tom, Tom, you know, Tom was the greatest guy ever. He was just the greatest fan ever. Like he would go to the games and he would become friends with all these people. And he would literally like be best friends with everyone within 50 feet of him. So every row, every fan, everyone there knew him. They all knew him because he had a golden throat, a very deep voice. And when he started talking, everything shut down much like my voice, but my voice is painful, grating, irritating, uh, acidic, and uh, you know, just like broken glass. His was beautiful, like a baritone voice, right? Like, uh, and so when he talked, people were like, what, what, what's happening here? Who is that? Who's that voice? And so he was best friends with everybody. I mean, everybody, the vendors, everybody, women, children, fathers, uncles, he knew everyone by name. And he knew stories about them. He knew their children, their birthdays, everything. I, on the other hand, was like just smoking weed. I was like, dude, I was like, dude shut up, bro. You never stop talking. Just shut up. Give me another beer. I'm like, I used to be like, I watched the games. I drank beer. I smoked. I was like, give me a fatty. Let's go. I don't need to listen to you and all your stories and all this other nonsense. Uh, and, and it was just my whole life. All I ever, I'd go to games and hear this guy talking and he never stopped telling stories. Uh, when I come back, I'll tell you uh, what happened at the Steeler Raven game and tell you the rest of the story because it is a pretty good story. I The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So uh, now I got Creighton on with Arizona State. It's a two-point game early. Creighton's up uh, in the first half. So uh, I'm telling you the story. So I'm at the game, and I see this guy. I haven't seen him in 30 years, whatever it is. And he's, um, you know, we're we're just kind of reminiscing about uh, really my youth. You know what I mean? Like when I was a kid. And um, he started telling me, you know, he started bringing up stories about my dad and, um, you know, it's weird because, uh, for me, it, it was incredible to hear someone else and their perspective of it and their side of it. Right. Like I was the guy that was there with my dad and I knew he was, uh, you know, the, the, life at a party, the, the storyteller, the guy that got along with all the fans and the, and the beer vendor and everybody knew him and his, he, all of his jokes and everything. And everybody, everybody loved him. And they thought that he was the greatest guy in the world. And I was just like, it's my dad. And I thought nothing of it. Right. I was just like, 
He's a pain in the ass. He never stops talking. And he's just crazy. And they all think he's so funny and everything. And I was this young kid and I was like, you know, then I got older and I was like drinking beer and I was, I was there partying and like in between periods, I would just go slam cocktails and beers. And, uh, he didn't do any of that. My dad didn't, uh, drink. And so, uh, he thought I was nothing but trouble. And I was like, I don't care what you think, dude. I just, I don't even care what you think. Cause I'm here to watch hockey and get a buzz. And I don't need anything else from you. And um, so fast forward 30 years, right? I'm at this game on Sunday. And this guy is telling me these stories about my dad. And you don't appreciate anything until it's gone, right? I got to tell you, it blew my mind to sit there and listen to a guy tell the stories of my dad telling stories and like everyone in the section that we were sitting around, there was like 10 of us in this group and they were, we were all sitting there and he was telling these stories of my father and the people were like, you know, we didn't know him. These people now didn't know him because he's, he's gone and they didn't know him. And uh, a couple of them knew him and they were like, yeah, he was one of a kind. And then, you know, to hear, to hear all these people, talking about him like um that he was the most incredible dude and that he, the stories he told were phenomenal and the memories and the the stories of games and moments in Pittsburgh history and players and nights and you know the nights that we saw insane things happen or you know super bowls or world series or stanley cups or playoff games or failures of losses of everything, everything you can fathom that ever happened to have a guy sit there and rattle off all those moments all the time. Like they were on the top of his head that I couldn't remember yesterday, let alone these stories. And to hear someone sit at a game and reminisce and tell those stories. Like I'll never forget the time that Tom told this story about blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting there going like, I was so blown away uh, at how much that they loved him and that how much they liked him and how much his stories and his friendship and his moments with them at those games meant to them that I never realized how much it meant to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never realized when I was young and crazy and drunk or high or whatever, or, you know, buzzed on beer or shots, I never realized how great of a person he was. I never realized how great of a human being he was and how great of a storyteller he was and how great of a fan he was and how my entire existence on this planet and doing what I do for a living is because of him. Everything that I am today, everything that I've done on the radio or on TV in the last 35 years was because he put it in me. He took me to all those games and all those moments and all those memories and all those playoff games and championships and Super Bowls and Stanley Cups and World Series and playoff games. All of that 
was ingrained in me without appreciating it at the time because I was just some spoiled kid that had everything. And I never understood at the time what it would mean to me later in life, right? Like here I am, 56 years old. I got some guy telling me these stories at a football game. I'm at a Steeler-Raven game, and this guy's bringing this stuff up to me, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. I don't even, like, it dawned on me. It hit me in the face like a baseball bat that I had really the most incredible dad ever, that someone that, that was so beloved by all the fans and people for what it was like to sit next to him at a game. And Mafia has done it. He's been like, man, there's something wrong with that, dude. Like, but he was like so unique and so bizarre and so different. And the stories that came out of his mouth were so intoxicating and so addictive and so all-encompassing. Like it just sucked you in. Like you had no choice but to sit there and listen to him. And then by the time he was done with you, he wrung you out like a rag. He had you by the hook. But all of it meant something to you. And you never forgot him. And then, poof, he was gone and dead. And then I was like, you know, I never had, the only relationship I ever had with a guy was as a sports fan, right? Like, I never really hung out with him or did anything with him uh, besides sports because he was, like, really religious. And I wasn't. And he was. And I was just like, yeah, you can have that. And, um, and then... But I went to all these events with him. Like, I was there. And I remembered it all. Like, these moments. And then you don't really appreciate it when you don't respect it enough in the moment, right? You just don't respect it as it's happening to you. You're just like, this guy's a pain in the ass. And then when he's gone and and buried and done on this earth, and then someone comes along and tells you, these stories again and brings it up. It was the most eye-opening experience I've had in a long time. I was blown away that a guy that I knew when I was a kid that I sat with the games would bring up the stories of my father and what he meant to all of them. And that it finally dawned on me what it meant to me. It was the most like revolutionary, all-encompassing and I'm not trying to be cheesy moment of my life, like where I was like, it dawned on me. It, it came back to me full circle where I would have never imagined it coming back to hit me in the face like that of what this guy, my father had done the entire time to me, like that he had brought all that to me into my life and made all that happen for me and it made me who I am today it it I became all of that right like everything that ever <laughs> was experienced by me was because of him and that everything I am is because of him and that I never really appreciated it until it was gone and then someone had to bring it up to me otherwise I would have never thought of it once and ever I would have never thought you know uh, I've accomplished so much in my career. I really have, whether you like it or not. And I would have never thought that it was anything like but me doing it. Like I selfishly would have thought, you know, I just went out and did it and busted my ass. But it really was 
everything was shaped like a diamond by him, making me this sports fanatic and this crazy dude that I am today and have been my whole career is all because of him taking me to all these games and me sitting through all that, all those stories and all those moments and all those experiences and all those championships and playoff games and everything else and meeting all these people, these friends that are your friends when you're at games that sit in your section that are season ticket holders, whatever, and you become friends with them and then you know them and their families and their kids and their wives and their children, all that. You learn so much about them over the years. And then you see one of them 30 years later and they bring up all these stories of your dad. And it hit me in the face like a ton of bricks of how much all that actually uh, meant to me and how much uh, it influenced me and how it had uh, shaped me and who I am today. I mean, it's just insanity. Now, I know Carver High is probably over there with a tissue right now, ready to blow his nose and cry at the length of that story. But uh, I hope it makes sense to you. You know what I, I just, uh, the whole thing I just went through is, it, it was the most, uh, you know, unbelievable experience for me to have someone, here's some guy talking about my dad and all these floods of emotion and memories and moments flash before my eyes of my life of everything. Even Mafia and I went to a game. It's game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. The Red Wings beat the Penguins two to one. And my dad told us to find our own way back to the hotel, which was like 25 miles to the east. He's like, I'm not going there. I'm, I just got in front row seats on the glass, on the glass for a Stanley Cup Final game. He's like, yeah, thanks for the ticket. See ya. Find your own way home. We're like, you suck, dude. You suck. But even that story to this day, Still comes out of my mouth that we took him to the final and he was like, this is awesome. And uh, I took you to 50 million games. So you owe me find your own way home. <laughs> I was like, you're a D bro. See you later, dude. And then we went to some bar and got drunk. But uh, every story, every memory came flooding back and all of it like came flooding back into my life. God only knows what will happen this Sunday when I go to the Titan game, because I think the guy's going to be there again. And uh, it was really trippy seeing him. And it was really trippy that he told all these stories about my dad because it meant a lot to me. Is this the uh, cool. is this the end of the line this week? Is this the final Steeler game for you this season, Steeler-Titan game? Yeah, I think it is. You know, I, I don't anticipate uh, there's only one more. Oh, the Monday Nighter, right? Uh, it, it's the Monday night game with the Browns on January 3rd. And I don't I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm going to that game. I don't have plans to go to that game. I think I'm back at work, right? And yeah. so uh, it is what it is. So I think this is my last trip. I've already – I've gone to, like, you know, at least six or seven games. And I'm yeah. – um, I've spent, like – I mean, I've spent, like, 25 grand. <laughs> I've, I've just – I've spent so much money going. Like, all we do is party and, like, live large, and, like, three meals a day in, in really kick-ass restaurants and Ubers and airplane rides and hotel bills. I mean, my hotel bills are through my nose, okay? They're they're in my arse, the bills, the hotel I mean, it's like 500 a night. Like, because when they're Steeler games, they just rack the prices right up. And there's no rooms to be had. So wherever you stay, it's expensive. And I'm just like, every time I go, it's like three, four, five grand every time I go. So, like, I'm just like, oh, my God, the bills, the, the money I've blown going. And so at some <laughs> at some point it has to end. And at some point is Sunday. It's my last. I'm going to the Penguins and the Titan game, and then I'm wrapping it up. 
but I am keeping the seats. I am keeping the season tickets. Uh, hopefully for the rest of my life. That's the plan anyway. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So Curry gifted uh, Green and Iguodala uh, Rolexes tonight after he broke that record. He gave them both Rolexes, and uh, they've been through all the battles with him. That's crazy, right? Uh, There you go. As far as hockey, real quick, uh, Abs, uh, they finished off the Rangers 4-2, Blues 4-1 over the Stars, Sabres 4-2 over the Jets, Red Wings 2-1 over the Islanders, Penguins 5-2 over the Canadians and PPG. Flyers blew out the Devils 6-1. Senators, how about that one? 8-2 all over the Panthers. Never saw that coming. Lightning 3-2 in overtime over the Kings. And Vegas won in Boston. I told you, 4-1 they hit. Uh, Jackets are up 3-1 in Vancouver. I'm on that. And Kraken Sharks scoreless after two at the Tank. I know Memphis beat Alabama tonight, uh, Carver High, in college. Rack, Duke a winner, Tennessee a winner, LSU a winner, Houston a winner, Texas Tech a winner. They didn't cover. Memphis, 92-78 over Bama. Auburn blew out North Alabama. Texas blew out Arkansas Pine Bluff. Those are the top 25 games. As far as uh, the NBA goes, the late night game, Suns are down five to the Blazers. With eight minutes left at the Moda, I'm watching Creighton. They're up five on Arizona State. Uh, Bobby Hurley has never done anything at Tempe. That is amazing to me that he is still coaching there and still hasn't accomplished that. What has he done there? He hasn't done anything spectacular at Arizona State, and they still have him as the coach. That's kind of amazing to me, isn't it, you, Carver? I? It certainly is, and he's running out of time. You better get something going this year in the Pac-12 there, that's for sure. I mean, they're four and six right now. Uh, I got two more days, Wednesday and Thursday, double shows, Coast to Coast and Pharrell on a bench. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast. Good night.